So I'm speaking with uh, one of my favorite composers, uh, Mr. Hator Pereira. Uh, Hator has composed amazing scores like Ask the Dust with Ramin Javedi and uh, Running the Sahara uh, Haven, Riding in Cars with Boys with Hans Zimmer, and It's Complicated also with Hans. This summer he has two big sequels coming out as he continues his work in these franchises with Despicable Me 2 and The Smurfs 2. Uh, thank you so much for speaking with me today, Hator. It's great to chat again. Pleasure all mine. So we spoke uh, really extensively about your background and history in our last uh, interview, so I guess let's dive right into Despicable Me 2. Uh, was it surprising how big of a hit the original film was, you know, coming from a, a new production company and a new franchise, a new idea, you know, in, in today's industry, it's hard for original ideas to really take off? Mm-hmm. Well, I tell you one thing, in the first one, I was so in, so involved and and making sure that you know um that we found like a voice for 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 the movie for the characters um you know, making sure that Pharrell as a collaborator was uh, happy and 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 relaxed to give you know as much as he could mm-hmm. as, a, as you know from his leadership um so quite frankly i never um um consider oh this is gonna be a hit or not because you know my hands full. Are you there? Yeah yes. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> so I had my hands full and and um I tell you when when I realized that uh, something was much much bigger than I thought was after the success of the first movie, uh then I was asked to do the the ride at Universal in oh, yeah. in Orlando. Mm-hmm. And as we were there, you know, it took me a while to write and everything. You know, I've written for a specific like seven point one system, and mm-hmm. you know, I had a lot of fun. And and now there there we are, like mixing the thing and and playing, you know, in, in the site where the thing will take place. And every every minute, somebody would come and say, "When is it going to open? When is it going to open up? When is it going to open up?" You know, and I thought, like, oh, my God, you know, it's been a year since the movie came out. Yeah. You know, and people still have that, um, you know, like, the energy attached to it, you know. So at first, no, I didn't. But then with time, I realized, wow, this is this is something very, very dear to a lot of people, you know. And it's, uh, I mean, it, it speaks for itself, the work, the movie, the music, it's all fantastic it has a lot of heart and uh the characters are so great and in both films you collaborated musically with uh, pharrell williams uh how yes. did how did that pairing initially happen how did you two meet or did somebody introduce you to each other we were introduced to each other by hans oh, okay uh, hans i think at first was the he was the producer uh, uh music uh, music producer mm-hmm. of the first one and and they had somebody else working with Pharrell. Um and and I think after a while uh, maybe the direction that they were taking it wasn't pleasing very much, you know, uh people and and I think that's when Pharrell was introduced to me by Hans and, and Pharrell asked me to do an arrangement of one of his songs. Mm-hmm. And and so I chose the girls theme and 
And I start thinking, wow, but this could be like, you know, instead of uh, a three-four thing, we can do a four-four thing here. Over, oh, over there, instead of being like a, a major melody, we can make a minor melody. And so I did the suite of uh, the theme of the song that he, he wrote for the girls. Mm-hmm. And, and he says, oh, man, you know, this is the kind of stuff that should be in the movie. I said, well... Let's see how it goes. I was busy at the time. They waited for me to finish. I think I was doing like a Madagascar work. Uh-huh. And, then, and then I finished that, and, and I got into you know, working with him. He came to my studio for three weeks. We put a lot of material together. We co-wrote the groove melody, uh, and, then, and then he left. And, and I still had to take care of the Minions melody, uh, uh, the Vector melody, which was the first villain, yeah. and, and, and it kept going. You know, but that's how you know, it came through, through a common friend. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's really cool, and you guys really, I think, really melded well together. Um, did you I love him. He's a beautiful musician. He, he's really great. <laughs> and did, you co- did your collaborative process change at all from the first film to this one, or did you kind of stay in the same vein? No, this one it, it changed because the story, in a way, you know, changed too. And and I think it's it's just life, right? Like um, at the time we had to in the first movie we had three weeks to give. <laughs> he had three weeks to give. This one, um, you know, it was more like me using making sure that what we did in the first one together, you know, what spilled over the second one. Mm-hmm. So we had a sound. Right. Um, but then, um, even just the emotions of the fir- the characters from the first one, be the girls, or most importantly, uh, grew. You know, they were completely different from one movie to the next. Mm-hmm. So I had the themes. So I start writing these this new these new renditions. You know, uh, uh, these new faces per se of the themes. And then I had all the new characters to write to. And and it was a very very meticulous job uh, between myself and the filmmakers that were very participative, you know, in the in the music. So this so this time, so, uh, we weren't as Ferrell wasn't as present in this in the score making as you know in the first one. Right. You know, so, but you know I've made sure that um, that everything that I could draw from from the first one, yes, and that the songs of the second one, um, you know, the way we we incorporated the songs in the score and everything, uh, you know, brought to the second movie the same f- kind of pop uh, uh, and a feel, the same uh, kind of like a friendly approach from the music, you know, mm-hmm. like the, 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 the first ones. The first song that Pharrell did, you know, uh, did, you know, brought to the first movie. So he wasn't there as much, but I made sure that he wasn't forgotten. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Um, and you know, this is, you're not. Uh, this is not a new territory for you. Animated films, uh, children's, you know, Beverly Hills Chihuahua and Curious George. You've done such amazing work in the genre. Um, does What's the key to scoring an animated film aimed at a younger crowd? Does uh, knowing that your audience kind of will skew younger, does that affect your approach musically at all? Are you trying to put yourself in their mindset, or are you just kind of scoring as you feel the film? 
I think principally this principally this this films and and in particular uh despicable me it's it's such a you know it's a, like a a family that you know it's not your everyday family mm-hmm. you know but it still carries all the love that you expect you know uh you know from those situations you know those relationships right uh, so um I let that take care of it um you know so um it's almost like the characters and the stories, little by little, they start singing to me what are those melodies mm-hmm. and how they should be treated. So I, I, I do keep in mind who we are making it to because I go to the screenings, and in the screenings, you know, sometimes three months before the, the, the release of the movie, we play for families, for kids and parents, and, and I pay close attention to the way they react mm. to certain scenes. And I try to put myself in their position when I'm writing new material because I, ultimately it's entertainment and I want to give that to them. We are providing something that when, you know, dad, mom, and the kids go to that movie, you know, it's worth, you know, the trip. Right, you know, right. So I don't take it that for granted at all. Man. And, you know, it's like we want to make sure as, you know, as much as we can that, um, those will be two hours, you know, of quality in the mm-hmm. sense that when they leave the room, right? When they leave this, the, 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 the movie theater, they still can talk about and, and those sentiments stay for a while, you know, and because they are like humane and human sentiments, you know, emotions, I think those are good to take home. You know, so that's my responsibility, I find. That's that's I agree with that. That's that's really cool. Um, you're also scoring the Smurfs too uh, this summer, another sequel to a hugely successful first film that really became kind of an international uh, success. Uh, this one is also a family comedy uh, with animation, more live action too. But how does the tone and approach for Smurfs differ from Despicable Me? Is it challenging to make films kind of in a similar tone have a unique sonic identity? Does that challenge you as a composer? Not at all, not at all. You know, uh, I tell you one thing. Um, on, on on top of the stories being like very different, and the origin mm-hmm. per se of characters be from someplace completely different. You know, from different times, different parts of the world, uh, or or imaginary parts of the world. <laughs> you know? um, I, I I find it that um, the same way, man. I I want to you know treat these characters as they were real. Right. I allow. I I look for music that maybe relates that is made by humans. So then that music can apply to characters. For example, um, for Despicable Me. Lucy, the the partner of Gru's now in this new spy endeavors, mm-hmm. I find that you know she's so you know like perfect in what she does uh, that I thought like a tango would be perfect for her. Uh-huh. So I'm guaranteeing that I have like a well to to drink from, uh-huh. you know, a fountain yeah. to drink from, and and in doing that, you know, not only I'm giving the movie a chance to 
not necessarily that what you would expect from uh, family movies, uh, uh, kind of scores, you know. So, um, so I'm giving a chance to myself and to the movie to sound a little different, but I'm also giving a sense, uh, a chance to the musician and me to learn more about that particular style and what it can become and how can we transform, you know, how can the minions make, you know. Uh, a tango sound a little different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and and so I, I really I really dig that, man, and 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 I, and I find it that for this month is the same thing. You know, let's say it would be something like Irish, uh, uh, you know, jigs and airs kind of influenced. You know, that particular theme, but I made sure that the harmonies that I use have nothing to do with with traditional. Uh, Celtic music, mm-hmm. and, and, and let's say Gargamel. You know, I went there and, and, and made an effort. Let's say every percussion that I play from Gargamel will come from the guitar uh, strings after the nut. You know, so you 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 strum. You know, and it sounds kind of like like that. Uh-huh. And then I bring octaves loud down to make like a kick drum from this. I, I do some other treatment to it so it can sound like, you know, uh, a snare. And then, uh, for example, a waterphone, instruments that generally is used for spooky things. Uh, and I say, no, let's have fun with the waterphone if we put all this up together with a uh, bassoon, you know? Yeah. So the, the percolating bassoon line and the waterphone you know, just creating like pads per se. So that's the the the, the inspiration and the, and to me to eventually create music. Hopefully, that you know makes those worlds of Despicable Me and the Smurfs sound like way apart. Right. So it's just a lot of experimentation with sounds and playing together and putting, seeing what works and what melds. Yeah, you know, I have like this big room, and you know, uh, where I have like a hundred something guitars, you know, but guitars in the sense of like, you know, some instrument, string instruments from Morocco, from uh, Senegal, from Brazil, from China, from Mars, from <laughs> Jupiter, <laughs> you know, and many many percussion instruments, and then. I do go. I do go to Home Depot and to other places, and I sample things and I try to make, you know, maybe a little, a little welding too to become like my. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh-huh. so to have fun with the world of sounds, you know, um, and that's the fun of it. It's just yeah, a lot of sound design, also making it into music. I love that that whole uh, approach to it. Um, yeah, you know, for example, Gargamel's Smurf Later. All the sounds come actually from the group, uh, the engineers that were responsible for sound effects in the movie. Wow. So early on in the first movie, when I heard like some sounds like like smoking engines, you know. Like, I said, man, why am I going to fight with this? You know, in the sense of, like, it's such a imposing sound, you know, and lasts quite long. 
So I, I, I asked for a meeting with them, and I said, do you mind if in certain queues, you know, you see this month later, but we had, you know, a certain pattern, a certain rhythm, you know, to, to, to it. And they said, yeah, uh, so can you send me all your, your data, you know, all the sounds that you have, and let me create with those sounds my drum kit. And, and, and became more than drum kit because then I found some some smoke you know pipes that you know I could harmonize with them that I could do different things. So that's the way of bringing sound design, sound effects into the world of music, and that's why I love animation in general. It's because it allows you to be so much more colorful with sounds. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, so since you. Uh, you scored both the first Smurfs and the first Despicable Me. Did you get the the luxury of more time this time around? Did you get to start working early versus you know waiting for a first cut, or do you like to work you know early on in the process? Or when do you, like when did you come in for Despicable Me? No, you're right. I came in very early, you know, because they they both sent me sent me the scripts very early on. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, sometimes you know, well. I, I know for sure, and both of them, you know, very early on in the script, I start hearing things. Mm-hmm. So I put a tape recorder as I was reading, you know, and I start, like, just humming melodies and oh, describing wow. what that could be, you know. That's Gargamel, and I'm reading. Gargamel... Uh, appears from behind the smoke. And the, <laughs> said, tum, 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 tum. <laughs> That's really interesting. <laughs> so, so, you know, it's like I'm having fun. Yeah. It's already animated. For me, it's already animated. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you take your recordings, and did, does it really, I mean, have you ever taken a, a actual humming that you've done, and it's actually become the final theme? Uh, let me see. Uh not that, but for example, uh, no, actually, actually, maybe like you know to complete this muffler sound, mm-hmm. I did do you know just because it's a different way of doing it, and and but not necessarily when I was reading this the the thing, but I did a lot of I made a lot of sounds, um, uh, for example. Uh, this month to to demonstrate like camaraderie, mm-hmm. you know, I have a lot of times in a lot of cues, uh, people whistling the melodies together, you know, because I think it's such a basic, you know, it's like singing, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I said, well, why not whistle? Because then it's something that we are we are together in this and let's have fun. So that I did a lot myself, you know, and and maybe because I already had in the first one. The first month done that, um, I bet that you know, as I was reading, you know, there are recordings of me going, you know, just imagining different ways of already be treating the music because of what I'm reading. You know? Oh, that's 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 crazy. That's so awesome. I love that. It's a good profession, man. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting. I've never heard anybody say that. You know, they record themselves listening to the script. I think that's so unique. That's really cool. Um, Plus impressions, Kaya. You know, um, 
and also because you're by yourself. So then, you know, so I received the scripts in the mail. Right. And I go sit down, you know, and there I am by myself. And so it's an opportunity that, you know, that moment will never come back. Mm-hmm. You know, after that, I'm going to call the director and and say, man, I love the script. I like this. And, wow, what about this? And, uh, 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 uh. Mm-hmm. and then it becomes everybody else's music, which is another thing that I love about film music. Mm-hmm. But for myself, I find that, you know, it's it's almost like when you are, you know, reading the script, it's, the script is almost when you are, you know, like uh, by yourself playing like a little tune that you love in in your instrument, you know, at home. Right. You know, it's like a very intimate yeah, moment, yeah. you know. So to, uh, you know, taking all this information and we talk a lot about the sequels and the movies that you worked on. So to wrap up, let me ask you, uh, since we've been discussing sequels, is it more challenging to come up with a new original idea or to build upon existing work that you've done before? Um... I think the challenge, it, it, it really is to, look, to accept that this is a story mm-hmm. that stopped at to be continued. Right. <laughs> you know, so you cannot, with music, change that last phrase. And the three little dots, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Um, so it, you have to pick it up from where it's left. The filmmakers are doing that, you know. Mm-hmm. So the music shouldn't be different. So there is a certain, there are certain like common factors, you know, in yeah, the storytelling, yeah. in the animation itself, as you see, you know, how Guru looks like. That he still looks like that way, you know. His nose didn't shrink. You know, he still has a big nose. So the same thing has to be with the music. But there are many new characters, you know, and many new emotions to the old characters. So if you are true to that, I think I think it's um, it's always a great ride, and everything will be will be new, as as long as the first note you write, you know, is the note before the last note of the first movie. Mm-hmm. You know, in a way, uh, if it's just that continuation, that arc that hasn't finished yet, it hasn't complete, completed itself. You know, uh, and and that's what I love about it. So I, I swear to God, I had no, no problems. You know, and in both of them, you know, sometimes I would push things. You know, and I would be reminded by my, my collaborators. You know. Uh, by the directors and the producers said, "Hey, maybe, hey man, give me a little bit more of that first one." Mm-hmm. So I said, "Yeah, come on, totally." But <laughs> never was like, "Oh, I can't take that melody anymore." You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, 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 I'm really. I tell you one thing. I'm always very thankful to the melodies that come to me. You know, to, to me, those uh, a melody. It's like music as an entity telling me, "Hey." You know, we still can work together here. You know, so I take I take that as a handshake. 
You know, I said, okay, great. You're giving me this melody. Let me orchestrate it for you. <laughs> and by the way, you know, this little motif that you gave me can become so many others, you know. So I think in the end is is this. It's like these movies also help me to continue loving music. Absolutely, you know? yeah. I mean, that's... And so it's a fun, man. It's fun, you know. It's it's they 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 are instruments of making me a better musician, of discovering things that I never knew I could do, or discovering things that I shouldn't do again. <laughs> 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 but all... I keep trying. <laughs> <laughs> you, gotta, yeah, you gotta keep at it. <laughs> no, but it's it's and that uh, hearing you say all that it, it speaks through your music as well. I mean, I've been listening to you since you started, so I've I've uh, I've listened to you. I think grow as a musician, and I, I love your music, and it's it's always a joy to uh, to listen to you. So <laughs> it's a pleasure, Kai. You know, it's like I tell you, man. I've been studying this summer. You know, now that these movies are done, you know, I'm 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 learning new new software. I'm learning new harmonizations new orchestration ideas the thing man it's it's uh it's every day you know it's a new scene in my own movie you know so i want to write that movie good too yeah yeah you know? so it's 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 fun man and i can't wait for the next one i'm sure after this weekend's numbers you'll be getting a phone call for despicable three you know <laughs> <laughs> i hope you're right i hope you're right it's a world that i love you know diving into it you know? well Hey, Dor, thank you so much for your time. It's always a pleasure to chat with you, and uh, and uh, we'll definitely do this again sometime soon. Okay, Kai, thank you very much for giving the opportunity for me to talk a little bit about what I love and about these movies that deserve, you know, some space over there. Man.